0: morning thanks for coming today and worshiping here in our chapel we begin by singing the doxology and it is found in your red hymnal number 549 the doxology number 549 is hymn number 694 who has believed what we have heard and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed for he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground he had no form or comeliness that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him he was despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows and a acquainted with grief, as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he has wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that made us whole And with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. Our first hymn this morning is number 480, which is in the red hymnal, number 480. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Let's go before the Lord in prayer this morning. Our gracious God, you know of the needs that we have in our lives, the challenges that we are facing. Lord, we know that some will be graduating this week from the various programs that they are part of. And Lord, we would just ask that you would give them that understanding and that discernment that they need to have as they take what they have learned and they face the daily challenges that they will have. Lord, we ask that you would give them the vision to see what they have learned and how to apply it to their individual lives and how it can benefit not only them, but it can benefit all the relationships that they are a part of, that they can understand and they can endure, that they will have the courage, that they will be able to make the sacrifice for the betterment of themselves and for the people that they love. And Lord, we just lift them up to you in prayer. And God, we'd ask that you would give them that discernment that they need to have to make the right choices and to do the right thing. Lord, we think of the needs of other patients throughout this medical center. Lord, we think of the family members that will be visiting, the staff that is working today. And God, many times we pray for the same thing and for the same people, but you promise us in our word to continue to do that, to allow the Holy Spirit to address our lives and address the needs of others. Because God, it is so important that we think of others and not only of ourselves as we pray. And we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that we can worship here in this chapel. We do not take it for granted. We thank you for the service and the sacrifice of the men and women that have made this freedom possible in this country. Lord, we thank you for their service and peace and in war so we could enjoy the freedoms every day that we take for granted. Help us, God, not to do that, but to remember that there was a price and a sacrifice for all the freedoms that we have in this nation. And God, we are so thankful that you taught us to pray by saying, Our next hymn is number 485, Take My Life and Let It Be, number 485. this morning comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, beginning with verse 18. You have not come to a mountain that can be touched, and that is burning with fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to a trumpet blast, or to such a voice speaking words that those who hear it beg for no further word be spoken to them, because they could not bear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. But you come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous, made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we? If we turn away from him, who warns us from heaven. At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably, with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Amen. Let us pray. Our gracious God, Lord, we are so thankful for the hymns that we have sung together, the scriptures that we have read. Lord, I would just ask that that fellowship would continue as we worship you. And Lord, help me to speak the truth that all of us, need to hear so that we can have a better relationship with you God and with each other help me now I pray in Christ's name amen well I don't know what kind of week you had but I I hope it was a good week I hope things worked out for you okay and if not today is the beginning of another week and I hope this week works out for you okay because we always need to be looking forward to the hope that God has given us through his son, Jesus Christ. And my week went okay, not as great as I wanted to. There were things that kind of gave me some ups, and there were kind of some things that gave me downs. There were some different responsibilities that came my way, that there are times I would like to ask Lord... May this extra responsibility that I've been given be passed from me. Does someone else ever feel like that? Lord, I don't want any more responsibility. Thank you, Lord, for trusting me. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. But I don't know. Do you really trust me with this extra responsibility, God? So I struggle with that as well. This morning I want to talk to you about the fact that as we journey each day through our individual lives, that we have times when we celebrate and enjoy the different successes and accomplishments that we have. And there are times that as we face the different challenges we have and the different circumstances that we have to undertake, we do so with fear and trembling. And there's something that I'm reminded of that as we go before God in prayer, as we do it individually and as we do it collectively, that I think those same feelings those same understandings that we have about God. Focus on those same things, joy or fear. And I think many times we don't go before God the way that we should because, rightfully so, we fear God. Because we know God knows all things. We know God sees all things. And there's nothing that we can hide from God. And so we go to God in prayer with faith believing, and we have that element of fear because we know that God knows all things. We can't hide anything from God. But yet we seem to make an attempt to, don't we? Even when the Holy Spirit says, hey, what are you talking about here? I know the truth about who you are as a person. I know that you are seeking the results that you want for your own selfish motives. But then there are times that we go before the Lord in all joy open and honest before God laying before God prostrating ourselves before God in all humbleness and in all humility knowing that God knows everything about us and that there is nothing for us to hide from God and we lay it all out to him our frustrations our anger our disappointments and we ask God more and more to expose the truth about our everyday lives so we can experience the joy that God wants us to have so before God what is it for you what is it for me do we go before God in fear and trembling or do we go before God in all joy and once again the only reason why we're experiencing that fear is because we are holding something back from God and we know it and we know that God knows it but yet when we go before the Lord in all joy we are clean we know in all honesty that God accepts us and loves us for who we are and yes we lay exposed before God in the truth of who we are But yet there is a joy in that honesty. There is a joy in that truth. There is that joy in that revelation that God loves us and accepts us just for who we are. God knows of my imperfections. God knows of my frustrations. God knows the things that I am struggling with every day. But yet God would prefer for us to go before him in joy. Understanding the power of God, yes. Understanding the whole idea of who God is. Understanding what God has done for us through his son, Jesus Christ. But going before the God that we worship in all joy. And if we are worshiping God in all joy, if we are going before God in all joy then we truly are part of that joyful assembly with God. Wanting to be with God in such a way that we praise Him for those challenges. We praise Him for those circumstances. We praise Him for those frustrations. Because then we see our faith as it is before God. And faith is something that we need to express before God all of the time. That we need to make the effort to express that faith in the things that we do for God. And part of that expression is when we are able to live at peace with all people. To live at peace with ourselves first and foremost and we have talked about that again and again here in the chapel that everything that begins in our relationship with God begins with ourselves understanding where we need to place ourselves in our relationship with God and it begins by understanding that we need to be at peace with all people but how do we get there? Because as we have gone through this journey of life, you and I have acquired baggage about people, haven't we? Baggage about people that sometimes maybe we don't trust the way that we should. The baggage of the things that have happened to us. The baggage of the fear of being with certain people because of what has happened to us in the past. Because I don't want to be with people that have wronged me. I don't want to associate with people that have hurt me. But yet God tells us that for us to have the faith that he wants us to have, that we need to be at peace with all people. Somehow we need to come to terms with the people that make us feel uncomfortable. That reminds us of the wrongs that have been done to us. The things that, have hurt us, but yet somehow we need to be at peace. The way that we can find that peace is looking only to God to give us that peace, to give us that joy. And as we are in that relationship with God, as we are doing our best to be holy, as we walk daily with God, we ask God to give us the strength that we need to have. To give us the understanding that we need to have. Because when we are focused on God in our relationship with God, what can people do to you? Absolutely nothing. Because there is no way, if you are focused on the things of God, that anybody can hurt you, either past, present, or forward. Because the scriptures tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we see in our relationship with God that even though we are with those people that perhaps have hurt us, cause us unrest, cause us feelings of frustration and anger and of fear. But when we are walking with God, when we are at peace with God, when we want to be holy before God, Those people cannot hurt you. Those people cannot separate you from the love of God. And we see within our own lives that as we have that faith that God wants us to have, and it goes beyond our own understanding, we express that faith in wonder. We ask ourselves the question, God, I don't know why you love me or how you love me, but I just know that you do. And I am so thankful for what your son Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. And it is with wonder and amazement that you constantly want me to be a part of a relationship with you. And so we see that, as we see that faith expressed in wonder, Not understanding all of the things, but truly understanding the living God, the loving God, that wants you to be a part of a relationship with Him because you are part of God's creation. You are one of His created beings. I am one of His created beings. And it is in that wonder that we see it all around us. We see it in the life that God has created We see it in the lives of others. And we are expressed in wonder in our walk in faith with God. But then we see as we are taking that faith that God wants us to have, we see it and we apply it in the effort that we make before God, the working aspects of it. And then we see the wondering aspects of it. Then we see our willingness to express the faith that God wants us to have in all of the circumstances that we are a part of. The people that we interact with daily. The people that look at our lives and perhaps they might think of us as a failure. But God does not. God does not see you as a failure. Keep that in mind. The Creator of the world, the Creator of the universe, the Creator of all of us, does not see you as a failure. Because that's why he sent his Son, Jesus Christ, to die for your sins and to die for my sins. And an atonement for our separation from God. God does not see you as a failure. And when we know that, and when we understand that, it is with joy that we express our willingness to serve God wherever we are, wherever God has called us to be, wherever God wants us to be. And we see as we are willing to do the things of God that our faith is strengthened. The only way that you can strengthen your faith is by utilizing, by expressing it in the wonder of God, By being willing to serve God wherever that might be. And more times than not, it is the small things that we do for each other that express the willingness that God wants us to have in the application of our faith. But then as we do that, we see that our faith is expressed in how we worship God. How our faith is used by God. And then we see as we are worshiping God by faith the understanding that God wants us to have. The understanding that gives us the opportunity to see the truth of our lives and to trust God. To trust God in those circumstances. And we see within that worship of God the whole idea that God wants us to be thankful for those difficulties, to be thankful for those circumstances, as much as we would like to see them removed from our lives. God is building something stronger inside of you because of those challenges. Because as long as God is wanting to have you work through the different things in your life to make you stronger, to make you more mature in your walk with him, it will always be a challenge. But remember that as long as you're making the attempt to thrive in your relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, you are living the life that God wants you to live. And if you stop thriving in your relationship with God, then you truly are dying as a person. So embrace those challenges. Embrace the things that God wants you to work at and to work through. Because you will mature. It will make you stronger. And yes, will there be times when you have anxiety? Will there be times when you have fear as to whether you think you can measure up to the challenges that is faced before you? The responsibilities that you have been given where you've asked God, Please, no more. I don't know if I am smart enough. I don't know if I can take care of this new challenge that you have given me. But God says in that voice, that still small voice, that speaks to us through hymns, that speaks to us through scripture, that speaks to us through prayer, I will give you the strength that you need to have to take on that new responsibility and to grow through it, to become stronger. And we do that when we come before God and we worship. We see that God is working in our lives because we see how God is working in other people's lives. You are not alone in the challenges that you are facing. You are not alone. And perhaps the responsibilities that you really don't want to have anymore, but yet God is telling you, I want you to be through this responsibility. I want to see you through this responsibility. I want you to learn from this responsibility. I want you to grow from this responsibility. I want you to mature through this responsibility. I want you to thrive every day in your life. That's why I'm giving you these challenges. And then we say, Okay, God, I can't do it. Not my will, but your will be done in this circumstance. It's like a puzzle where you have all these different pieces and you go before the puzzle and all the pieces are taken apart and you start working on that puzzle. Try to figure it out how it works. And initially... I don't know about you, but when I'm doing a puzzle, even with my grandkids, it kind of stresses me out. Okay, how do, we, how, do we see this, how do we see this puzzle to completion? Thankfully, the completed picture is on the box, right? And you know how to put them together, right? But you know what? God has a completed picture of you this morning. And many times when we look at the different pieces of the puzzle that we have in our lives, we want to see a completed picture. God knows what that completed picture is for you and for me. It is with faith that we pick up those pieces of the puzzle that God has given us, even though we cannot see that completed picture. And we're trusting as he guides our hand to put that one piece of puzzle next to the other and we say ah those two things seem to fit okay god what is the next piece of puzzle that you want me to put into this picture and that is what truly faith is it's trusting in god that even though we don't see the complete picture of our own puzzle of our life god does And he gives us one piece at a time to connect that picture. Because probably, if we ever saw the completed picture that God has for us, we would probably say, God, there is no way that that can be me. But God is saying, yes, yes, that completed picture is perfection. Not for anything that you have done but as what you have believed in and faith believing in my son, Jesus Christ, to do those things in your daily lives, to walk by faith? And then we say, yes, God. Thank you, God. And we see the different puzzles of the picture begin to take place, and we begin to see things the way that God wants us to see them. And then we begin to understand. Then we begin to have that attitude of thankfulness before God and then we see the circumstances that God has given us and we praise and re- rejoice with him in the circumstances that we are part of and then we see with reverence the awe of God the life of God working working to change us for the better working to make our lives better working for us so we put forth the effort that God wants us to have every day to acknowledge him to acknowledge him and to say to God I don't know what this day is going to be like for me God but I am beginning with prayer and it's with faith believing and I will make the effort to do the things that you want me to do but I need your strength I need for you to give me the insight and the ability and the courage to make those decisions, to do those right things, to walk wholly with you, and to accept in faith believing how your final picture and how my final picture will work out. Because it will work out in the perfection of what God has done for us through his son Jesus Christ. And you and I will be that perfect picture. Amen. Let's take a few moments and prepare our hearts as we take communion together. Our gracious God, we are so thankful that you have reminded us that in your eyes we are a perfect picture. But God, we can't see that yet. We see all the flaws of the picture of our own lives thus far. But God, we know in faith believing. That we have been perfected, not for anything that we have done, but because of what your Son, Jesus Christ, did for us on the cross. And God, we praise you for that. And Lord, help us in faith-believing, with joy and not with fear, as we confess those things in our lives that have separated us from your love because of our sins. We those things before you now because we truly want to have a joyous relationship with you in all things. Thank you, God, for forgiving us and loving us just the way we are. In Christ's name, amen. Receive from the Lord what I also pass on to you the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said this is my body which is for you do this in remembrance of me let us partake together in the same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whatever you drink it in remembrance of me For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us partake together. Our closing hymn this morning is number 504. Blessed be the tie that binds. Hymn number 504. in worship and that they are transformed by the perfection of the love that you have for us through your son Jesus Christ God help us to have the faith that we need to have to go before you with all joy with all of those circumstances and now may the peace of God that passes all understanding be with you now and forevermore Amen thank you for coming